Check, check. Checkity, check. I've been in this town so long, so long to the city. I'm fit with the stuff to ride in the rough and sunny down snuff. I'm all right by the hero's end. Um, should we start with like a bit or anything? Do you have any notes? I don't have any notes. I kind of was like thinking of just freestyling it. All right. Is that okay? That's fine with me. Should I come up with some notes first? Do no. we want to do any pre-show talk? No, I guess we should start it up. I normally do notes, and then we end up talking about almost nothing on the notes. Well, so I know. well just got all these ideas. It's just like, does Jay-Z have notes? I want this clip show to go down, and this fake clip show is okay, but that's going to require some more work. Should we introduce, uh, introduce the, sure. the podcast? Ready? Yeah, yeah. Exercises. Uh, all right, uh, let's start up this episode. <laughs> and uh, hey, right. hey, everybody, I'm Jason. And I'm Walker. Welcome to Jaywalking with Jason and Walker. Podcast about us, for us. 2013. 2013. Happy New Year's to all you sick idiots out there. I believe the last episode we dropped was uh, in was a while ago. late summer, early fall. There's a lot of well, listeners, and a lot of stuff has happened. A lot of things that we're not going to be able to go into. We're not. We can't <laughs> talk about it, unfortunately. A lot of things that have happened to me and Walker have been lost to the sands of time. Sands of time. Also, it's just private stuff to begin with. Yeah. These aren't things that we would disclose to you. Frankly, the relationship has started to become one-sided, and if you guys aren't going to give back. If you guys are just going to be bandwagon fans, if I can say this, Jason, I'm looking at him for approval. I'm not sure if I'm speaking for both of us, but I feel like when Jay, when the jaywalking train is rolling, oh, look, a ton of passengers yeah. aboard. <laughs> oh, but suddenly there's a couch on the track, so we have to stop for a little while. Yeah, a metaphorical hurdle. And a couch? <laughs> a couch on the tracks. Or someone maybe left a discarded van that people used to have sex in and do drugs in, and they just leave it on on the train tracks. I can get down with this. And but that being said, yeah. over the break, a lot of friends that were at the Yuletide Log, so traditionally in St. Louis, there are two holiday-themed parties that go down that are annual. One of them's hosted by a friend of the show, Tony C., and that one's known as the Yuletide Log Party. Ooh. And then one is hosted by one of Ben B.'s friends, which is called Festivus for the Rest of Us. Mm-hmm. I, if I, if I, are we not putting Ben B. down as a friend of the show? He's a friend of the show. But the actual host of the party is not a friend of the show. Mm. Um, but a lot of people at the Yuletide Log... Uh, liked jaywalking. We're able nice. to quote things to me from it, and uh, we're into it. I just want to say, um, if I ever meet any of you listeners of the show, please do not quote the show to me. I actually, Jason, see me, I will go ape shit. <laughs> it's exhausting. <laughs> it's, it's it's embarrassing for all of us, and by the time I come out of my rage blindness, <laughs> I also am embarrassed. But just it's just you know just. 
a nice, a quick hello, a hey, big fan of what you do, you know, right. keep it moving, <laughs> don't quote a bit at me. I don't remember the bits we do on right. this show, I'm in no the autographs. No autographs. YOLO. No autographs. Uh, but the point is that we, it's been a while since we rapped at you. Uh-huh. Drop in the ref noise <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, and a lot of the stuff that's happened has been lost in the sands of time, so we might touch on it, we might not. Yeah. But we got, but the point is, in the new year, we got a lot of stuff coming at you. It's a whole new, whole new scene. And, well, so this leads me to one note we can sure. talk about now. I have something too. Go. Okay. So I've got a note in my head. A my, mental note. So I have a lot of New Year's related stuff to talk about. I'm into that. And the first one is that friend of the show, Kelly B, has historically been a huge detractor of New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a list of resolutions I like to read later on. Okay. But we'll table that for now. <laughs> uh, and the reason she doesn't like them is she says that if you want to do something, why do I have to wait for New Year's? This do is it. a common. Yeah, do it. Why yeah. do you have to wait for New Year's? Uh, and also that it ties you to something that you're more likely to fail at. You yeah. Know, you have a specific thing. So, she, but she is a fan of uh, New Year's slogans, mm-hmm. which she calls, which she says are a little bit more open to interpretation, mm-hmm. and they can be more fun, kind of poetic. They don't necessarily. It's harder to fail at a slogan right. than it is at a resolution. I have so to say, nice. I kind of agree with just in theory. I kind of agree with her. I I think that part of the why not just do it now that can also apply to new years like if making a new year's resolution is more likely to get you on on track with something in your life go for it yeah, but it's good. it's not healthy to put to it's not healthy to put expectations on yourself like i'm more likely to do this thing that i've been putting off or to you know just be healthy from now on because it's the new year right. that being said promise yourself these things yeah, and I make these too. promises big don't set small reasonable right. goals right. because you know what that's the coward's way out yeah. what you do is you set big lofty goals and you shoot for the stars yeah. and you either do it or you don't. And yeah. if you don't, it's better to burn out and fade away. Right. A man's reach must exceed his grasp or what's a heaven for? Drop a ref noise in there. Okay. <laughs> so I agree with um, so example, the last thing I examples said. Though, <laughs> examples though of past slogans. So one year, one of her slogans was open mouth kissing the world. That was one of the slogans. Okay. It's open to interpretation, right? Yeah. It could be an attitude. One of my past slogans was, everything louder than everything else. I don't know what it meant, but I liked the sound of it. Huh. Uh, so this year, I, I don't know if you have a slogan, but my, my potential slogan, I'm batting around, is 2013, a kitten in every basket. Oh, I like that. I remember that you <laughs> told me, uh, <laughs> not like, not to make fan of that. Uh, um... <laughs> Yeah, I, I... I like it because it's weird. Well, this is the year of the kitten. Is that true? You... Well, we were talking about that. Well, I don't remember. You were the one who told me it was year of the kitten, Maybe but it's I, because of the slogan. Right? I think it's the, the slogan. <laughs> it's a chicken or egg thing at this point. Right. What came first? A kitten in every basket or year of the kitten? Right. We'll never know. Yeah. The point yeah. is, that's is this is important. something that's now in the cultural lexicon. <laughs> Everyone is on board with this. It right. is year of the kitten, a kitten in every basket. Yeah. Do you have any idea for a slogan? I might change that too because I really liked the year that my slogan was everything louder than everything else. That's pretty but cool. But I, I, I like I that. failed at it, I felt like. Oh. You so, failed at that slogan. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> even though the, the point of the slogans is supposed to be not It's to not fail. And I kind of like, at the end of the year, I was like, man, I wasn't that. Sure. Whatever that is. I, I, I really don't... wanted to 
I, I might do like a redux of yeah. this one somehow. Part two. Yeah. Like maybe everything louder than everything else, colon, the loud name. <laughs> 2013, colon 2013. I like that. Um, I, I don't know what my 2013 slogan is. I know for 2012, mm-hmm. um, what my first thing, we may have even jaywalked this. I think I wanted to jaywalk it because it was, my first thing was, um, more, what was it? More of everything. Deck. Excess. That was the theme of the first half of 2012 for me. Was like embracing the excess. Something that most hedonism. Just hedonism. Exactly. More. That's what it was. 2012. More. More of everything. It was like the year of the I will buy myself cashmere. 50% cashmere. Yeah. But go to Banana Republic. Try on that cashmere. It's a luxury fabric. You can get more. Snort an unemployment line of cocaine if you want to. It's 2012. Year of more. So that was the first half of that year, and then I and then I I forget what the direct experience was, but I remember I had an experience with more of a particular thing or activity, and I just realized, you know what, less would have been more in this particular. <laughs> Sometimes instance. less is more. Sometimes less is more. Yeah. So then we cruised into then we Sometimes more is more. Then we cruised into um, 2012 year of yes. I think that was the next okay. phase. That's it's, a very slogan-ish. It's not just, yeah, it's it's not just more. It's not blindly saying give me more, yeah. but it's going I'm going to say yes to opportunities. Yes to, and that was uh, that's kind of what we cruised into. And then um, I thought I was, we did talk about this. I was, uh, became convinced I was a monster and 2012 seemed kind of about. We did jaywalk that. Yeah, we did jaywalk that, but then the end. Listeners refer to, I think jaywalking at 8.5. I think the last episode. Yeah. Um, But then, yeah, so I I feel like I actually had quite a few slogans in 2012. But any ideas for a 2013 slogan? I'm going to have to think about that. I could say that the big big thing in my life in 2013, should I drop the announcement again? Should we cut in the announcement? Okay. Let's let's set it up like we could. Okay. So listeners, one of the things that passed that we're going to have to talk about sooner or later because it's huge is that Mia Walker went to Bonnaroo. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, sorry. Little dot. <laughs> dot, too. Okay, we should move on. <laughs> Hold on. Let's jaywalk 2012. Let's start it. We've, like, you know what, our other... reports for 2012 have been scammed. Yeah, Before really... we move on to 2013, we need to catch the listeners up. Yeah. One thing I really wanted to do was uh, we could do a version of we could start the fire and just oh. have all the events. Like, okay, what? Where is it? There was Bonnaroo. Uh, Bonnaroo, lots of drugs, more of everything on the science end. <laughs> exactly. We can still do that. Um, but, uh, yeah, 2012, the year of excess. 2012. Yeah, so I haven't thought about it enough to, but so listen to Barack that. Obama, Bonnaroo. <laughs> what else is <laughs> Fiscal Cliff, me and you. <laughs> right? Me and you, I like that. <laughs> Me and you were there. Yeah, on the fiscal cliff. But uh, so Walker, uh, oh, sorry, listeners, that was a classic comic misdirect. Although we should probably talk about her. Let's talk about. I think before we move on, we should let's go chronological. Okay, chronological. So, but actually, so listeners, probably the last thing you might have heard was that we were going to Monroe. Oh, no, before we talk about Monroe, can we cut, can we make this a segment? Sure. Okay. Welcome to Walker. Wait, Jason and Walker's. 2013 Bonnaroo 
Roundup. Oh. I had planned to call it the Bonnaroo Brodown. Oh, I like that. Bonnaroo. What should the jingle for that be? We can go with the one that you just did. Okay. Bonnaroo, 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 That's a tongue twister. Okay, I like that. <laughs> Auto tune that. <laughs> anyway, you might have, you might remember. Let us take you back to June of 2012. Yeah, let's take you back. Walker was trying to convince me to go to Bonnaroo. Uh, oh, well, we're going way back. Let's take you back to December of 2011. Yeah, he succeeded. Now we can jump back to June. Okay, February 2012. <laughs> uh, Plan in the trip. Are we going to get walkie-talkies? Oh, yes. we did get walkie-talkies. We never used no, them. No, we didn't. But we, we got them. We got them I, well, I got them. We got them. <laughs> we used them later. Yeah, we, we used, used them, them later. Oh, the walkie-talkies will come back into late 2012. Part of 2012 Iselin trip. We, we should make about? a note. Can we, we should make a note for things to come back to. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, we went, and the way that we went was that Walker and a friend of the show, Dot A, <laughs> rented Wife a, of the show, wife, Dot G. <laughs> wife of the show, Dot A G. Uh, wife of the show. I like that. Because um, she's not just my wife, she is also the wife of the show. Wife, you marry me, whoa. you marry Jaywalking, and I was, <laughs> listeners, I was clear about that. From the get go, before I even knew Jason, I before I knew what podcasts were, I I told Dot I'm destined for the public eye. I feel like it's going to be a shared publicity. It's going to be a partnership of some time. It's going to be a juggernaut force, and you're going to have to make room in that in your life for that when the time comes. Go ahead, Jason. Right. So, hey, Walker in front of the show, wife the show. Dot A G rented an RV. And drove across, no, they flew to Oklahoma, right? To beautiful Oklahoma City, to California. Beautiful. Oklahoma City, California. <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> Drop the uh, rap noise there. Uh, and uh, then rented an RV and drove to Well, Meanwhile, me, uh, friend, I flew to St. Louis meeting friend of the show Tony C, friend of the show Nick B. Friend of the show, new friend of the show, John, I forget his last name, and E-Rock. E-Rock! <laughs> E-Rock. E-Rock in the loose spot. <laughs> yeah. That's his, uh... That's his handle? Yeah. E-Rock in the loose spot. Twi- I think we're following each other on Twitter. What's on up, Instagram? E-Rock? Instagram. And I'm friends with him on FB. And, uh... We all met up down there. Me and Tony C. white knuckled it down in a narco van, and then we met up with uh, Walker and Dot in uh, where in Nashville, right? Yeah, did in we Nashville. meet in Nashville? We met, or did we not we meet met till inside Man- the grounds. Oh no, we didn't meet till Manchester. Yeah, we met inside the Bonnaroo. Grounds. Yeah, yeah. But the bottom line is, we did Bonnaroo, and we did it right. We did highlights, it right. highlights, Fantagram. I was real close. Battles. I was real close. Bath salts. Walker got bath salts. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I like was thinking about when we inevitably did the Bonnaroo Roundup. That it's like, oh, it's it's a bummer that that story, a prerequisite, is that I was trying to take drugs. So there's no way of like, I accidentally did drugs. It's just, oh, I accidentally did the wrong drugs. Right. Inadvertently got bath salted. Um, didn't eat anyone's face, but it does.
does give you quite a pain in the neck, listeners. Yeah. I'd say if you're thinking about experimenting with bath salts, think again. It's a one-way ticket to Nowhereville. You want a headache? Try some bath salts. Yeah, you want to, oh, I feel vaguely nauseous and uh, my head hurts and my neck has an ache in it. Oh, this is uh, this is what they call bath salts. Right, got bath salts in. Uh, also, had a Crip dog. This Crip Cray. Crazy food, eating euros all day. Let's see. I ate a bunch of euros and got brisket butt. <laughs> somehow, I, was there, oh, somehow you know what? Cheap brisket butt without no. Okay, I did the cheap brisket butt. Jason is inferring that, but I. It is worth noting. I left for this road trip, the most sick I have ever been oh, in right. my entire life. Dot was also extremely ill. I think I got a type of bird flu. That might sound like a joke, but we looked it up, and according to the internet. Uh, web um, most I guess a lot of not I don't know most but many strains of flu that humans pick up are just strains that live in birds all the time and we get them from Is that you know, yeah I guess we oh. just pick up germs that they carry that we can't handle a lot of flus are derived from that apparently okay. so bird flu when there was the whole bird flu scare is a little bit of a misnomer because I guess most flu is bird flu mm. but um, but you know listeners uh, in the flu community or the bird community can write <laughs> in about that listeners <laughs> that have the flu right now yeah if you have the right flu and you're on WebMD just send us a link. Listeners, if Jaywalkingpodcast you have the flu, at gmail.com. Listeners, listen to me. If you have the flu, bed rest. Orange juice. Bed rest. And um, the movie Sherman's March. That's what I watched while we were getting ready to leave for our trip. So so we've been planning this trip for months. Dot and I haven't been on any huge, ro- like, r- really many um, out-of-state trips, period, but definitely no um, long, you know, uh, jaunt across the country together in a vehicle. So we were really excited, but we're both just horrifically sick right up until the end and the day of travel. Um, and so we flew into Oklahoma City. I still had like a crazy fever. And actually, I'm going to get real intimate and personal with the listeners here, Jason. I don't want to hear about it. In, in a review. <laughs> uh, wait, we did this segment before when I talked about my lactose intolerance. So we're going to do another oh, segment of Walker's Body. <laughs> Cheers! <laughs> For Walker's body, but it'll maybe maybe it'll be Walker's pretty. Body. Yeah, so I shit my pants in Oklahoma City. Oh, that's disgusting. It is disgusting, but you know what? I've never been that sick before or since in my life, and Did you I. Throw your underwear away? Yeah, I. So I I we got to Oklahoma. We finally we flew there. I was chattering under a blanket in the plane. We finally get to the hotel. Doc's better at this point, and I just am, like, in in bed, and I wake up, like, feverishly in the middle of the night, and I just felt, like, really confused, and I kind of didn't know where I was, and I uh, get up, and I just kind of scan in the room, and I'm just trying to get my bearings, and the first conscious thought I have after rousing for bed in the middle of the night is, what is that? (laughs) 
<laughs> and it turns out what it was. You were on the plane? No, I was in the hotel room in the uh, middle of the night. And I remember just standing up and thinking, what's that? Oh, it's poo. <laughs> the, the what's that? That's disgusting. It is disgusting. Did but you I'm throw not, your pants away? Yeah, I threw them away. I think it's They're weird that you're like choosing to ridicule me instead of just being like, oh, it's a bummer that that happened. No, that's great. It's like I was poisoned. <laughs> oh, and I think it was no, bird flu because I... Was- I stuck my hand into, I was playing, this came from going on a camping trip that my parents were out, there was a duck pond, my dad and I were playing this horseshoe toss game, one of them went into the pond, I pulled it out, I think that's where I got this germs like from the birds that made me shit my pants this in was, Oklahoma like City. The, 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 the notion that it was bird flu, while, while possible, is certainly speculative, alright? Walker, you might just, Walker got a flu. There's sick. 10% of conjecture. Well, he, he got, he got a flu, he got sick. It was, but I'm not, I'm I am not exaggerating when I tell you this. These were the most severe flu symptoms I ever, and the longest running. I'm like a a 48-hour sickness person usually. Like I, my body usually works through it pretty fast. Walker's body. Walker's. This is the name, guys. If you didn't want to hear about my body, what are you tuning into Walker's body for? It's in the title, people. (laughs) New now, now. Yeah, I kind of some reference. Yeah, the cadence. <laughs> um, I don't know how much we want to wrap other podcasts. We've done it twice already. Yeah, you know what? We're influenced by other podcasts, yeah. and other podcasts are certainly influenced by ours. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely certain. The point is, is that sometimes Walker's body, like everybody else's body, is not your friend. And in this case, yeah, I was I was sick with severe fever. Dehydration could not stop throwing up and shitting for like six days straight. So finally, it was not even helped by bath salts. It was the bath salts, if anything, exacerbated the symptoms. (laughs) You think I tried bath salts casually? I want to stop feeling this flu, man. Anything to make the pain go away. Now, by the time I got bath salted, I I was. Um, it was radio. I was I was well by that point. The, the first after that first day in Oklahoma City, I was okay. The next day, I got up, ate some food. Uh, I couldn't really actually eat for the next couple days. Every time I tried to eat, my stomach would cramp up. But the sick symptoms stopped. By the time we got to Bonnaroo, I felt great. I ate two euros a day for the whole festival. Yeah. Bob, uh, well. Walker wouldn't indulge in the crypt dogs for some reason. Why was that? I don't know. You were too busy with your. Euros. I was too yeah, preoccupied euros. with euros. Nonsense. Yeah. What you got? Okay, but so listeners, how about this? You gonna the... go get involved with some hood rat when you got a fucking sweet princess at home? Well, is Euro is a sweet princess and a crypt yeah, dog. Yeah, Euros is, is like your main lady. If anything, the crypt dog is more refined. No way. Euro. The crypt dog is like the crude adulteress with honey on her lips and AIDS in her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly back. Yours is like a disgusting hunk of meat on a stick rotating in a fucking dusty field in a tent. People are carving off. Cryptogs got some hipsters from New York that were like, yeah, it's cryptogs. It's like a basil uh, cilantro relish. We got for you on a delicious. What's in the cryptog though? If we're gonna get all delicious kosher dog, it's kosher dog, halal chicken dog. Mine was BLT. It was like. Bacon around the dog. Yeah. Lettuce, tomato, aioli. Yep, aioli. Cater tots on the side. Yeah, it was. It was so delicious. Uh, you know what? You and me, Jason, just talked about this recently with friend. Uh, I think we can say super fan of the show, friend of the show, friend of life, Jesse R. Sure. Um, <laughs> but first and foremost, friend of the show, right? right. Uh, first and foremost, friend of life. 
Oh, I thought it would be funny though. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see you there you go. There's that no butt style of improv. <laughs> I like to go with no butt, and here's why. And here's why. Oh, and here's, here's why, why now. <laughs> I like that actually, because it's like it's in its own way, it's just as much of a giving form as improv. You're like uh, you're, you're giving back. I also like uh, in uh, Matt Besser. Friend of the show, Matt Besser, uh, oh. once <laughs> really described their style as uh, he doesn't like it when it gets simplified to yes and or no but, and he says that at UCB, the notion is, uh, if this is true, what else is true about this world? Uh-huh. And, and that, I think that's like that's actually better because it's, it's not like it's cri- it's not like there's a bunch more description of that, but like you realize what they're going for way much more, right. way. You know, you have a better idea of what they're going for if you say, if this is true, what else is true about this world? <laughs> well, in the world I was referencing, uh, we were hanging out with Jesse R. I mean, well, am I okay to say that that was the end of Walker's body, though? Oh, um... <laughs> Play the outro music. That's <laughs> I'm trying to think if anything else happened to my body that way. <laughs> if I'm having any boils or, right. you know, other... your sweet body. <laughs> my body, listeners, my body is okay in general. I want to, like... Jason has, like, made this seem like I'm a dirty person who walks around, like, pooping my pants with, like, on a regular basis. I'm sharing this with you because I feel comfortable because I feel like I had no control over this. Like his body's a wonderland. What <laughs> is what he's trying to say? My body is a haunted house. My ass is haunted specifically. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the end of Walker's body. Uh, but we can right. talk about. Um, so, what were you saying about Jesse R? I don't know if there's really a lot to go on here, but just that I feel like we, just the three of us, were discussing um, aioli versus mayo. Oh, yeah. And just that I think that, may, well, the, I don't, I won't say I think, I feel like it was put out there that the the difference may be Never. a name only <laughs> type of scenario. Yeah. Um, listeners, if you know that, if you know specific differences between aioli you know and mayo. The difference between aioli and mayo is right into jwhatpodcast.gmail.com. Are you from, uh, you from Nolans? I think right they're, they're, they're big into aioli there. Right in. Okay, how about this? Rapid fire, finish up for Bonnaroo. Okay, Bonnaroo. Uh, Remember the guy who came by our tent with the uh, the gong? Guy with the gong. We were irritated. I think uh, someone shouted unimpressed and the dot said, you have a weak chin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dubstep temp 50 feet south of us that would never stop playing. Jason watched a girl changing next to him in the tent next to him. He uh, sat there. He changing. watched it happen. He didn't try to look away. Two girls uh, that I took a picture of that I'll throw on a bog were into me. What's that? Remember those two girls that were like in like gold bikinis? Oh, I just remember. Yeah. And I totally flirted with them. Nice. Uh, I just remembered a good a good encounter that I had there. Uh, okay, the, one second. Okay. Okay. Shout out to Unsanctioned Garbage Party. Go to their site. They have uh, USG Party at, or Twitter is at USG Party. Right. Friend of the show. Friends of the show. And they did a lot of good skits with uh, a, a lot of good footage that they gathered at this Bonnaroo and put together. It's great stuff. Dot and uh, Nick. Oh, who, amazing interviews. Yeah, amazing interview segments, which hopefully we'll see. The, I don't think they've yet been published except for that one. Yeah, just the tent one. Uh, uh, what they call it? That, that place? Uh, the, uh, the. Shoot, I can't remember. But sorry, go ahead. Uh, I wanted to count down my top two favorite Bonnaroo interactions that I had. And, well, I've, it's not a countdown. Two interactions that I don't know. I'll try to be quick about them both. Uh, 
that were fantastic and kind of epitomized it for me, both with both with ladies. So the first one was, again, mom, if you're listening, you're not supposed to be. But I don't want it to sound like I was just seeking out drugs the whole time I was at Bonnaroo. It wasn't like that. But, you know, they're available and they're around. And this is good. We're all listening. Please just re-listen to Walker's Body. That's all you need. Yeah. I, I shit my pants with too many drugs. What have I become? I'm in Oklahoma City pooping meth out of my butt. <laughs> Uh, so there was a a, um, a woman during gosh I forget what show it was I want to say the tail end of Santa Gold or something and there's oh Santa Gold by the way listener Santa Gold excellent. Santa Gold excellent if you get a chance Super to see that fun. show go see it anyway um, oh yeah I mean show highlights are so many but mine personally would be the the, the Beach, Boys Beach Boys with Brian Wilson Brian God Wilson. only knows get a fatty guy only knows Ooh. Brian Wilson didn't go nuts didn't go nuts we got a ben, Fatty Ben Folds performance oh Ben Folds 5 would be the next one yeah yeah, that was fantastic I liked, fantastic. Broke I liked piano Battles string. Battles was probably my sleeper hit of the show uh, Radiohead amazing plus we had great seats plus mm-hmm. they got to introduce Walker to a fish and I dare say he had a fun time I will I, I had a fantastic time we I got, think actually we got a fatty just, character zero yeah. We got a fatty, lot of stuff. Uh, a uh, fatty rock and roll Velvet Underground cover. We did get a fat. Fatty Harry Hill. Harry okay. Hood. Harry Hood. That Harry Hood, <laughs> Hill Hood. When they did that, I was like, if this goes into a fatty rascal gym, I am going to lose my nut. Right. <laughs> the point was we had a great time. We had a great time. I want so to the two interactions I, I want to get to. Okay, so this woman is sitting on the grass. She has a pharmaceutical bottle in her hand with green pills, but she just seems to be handing out willy nilly <laughs> to people. Uh, and um, so I, I go up to this this lady as you do, and with a with a nug with a heady nug, um, I say, hey, would you like? Oh, can I can I trade you this uh, you know this nug of weed for one of those? I guess they were clonopin, right? And uh, sweet sweet clonopin. And so she, because Dot had gotten one. Now this woman, very nice to everyone, just giving them away freely. Ever the shrewd bargainer with me sees an opportunity, thinks. I can get some physical contact out of this. This isn't a way another Walker's body segment, listeners. This is, this is like Walker's body outward. She looked outward. at your body, said yes. She looked at my. She looked yes. at this body. Didn't know what had happened. Didn't know what had just happened in Oklahoma City, and just said, she was "You like, know what? I could get I into like, this." She was like, "I like what I see. I like your flat butt." I like your brown belly. Yeah, she said, "I like what I see, and I'm taking a piece." So she, this woman, basically, what happened was, is um, she said, "Sure, can I get a kiss?" So being friendly, I went, "Oh, how about a hug?" You know, I thought that was. She seemed very intoxicated, by the way. Listeners, Walker's married. I'm married. Also, um, if I wasn't married and was a free agent, I wouldn't have been uh, trying to make a move with this woman. She was kind of a sloppy mess. And um, she she goes, can I have a kiss? I go, how about a hug? Going for like a good hug. Not an awkward hug. Like a, hey, we're all here. Hey, I don't want to kiss you, but we're all people and we're at a hippie fest. Right. Right. So, so, so then with 
uh, with amazing strength as I'm hugging her, she go puts a hand around the back of my head, starts pulling me in for the kiss. Oh, for the like, kiss. Yeah, I like I'm like fighting her as our mouths are getting closer together. She's like really strong. I thought you were gonna say putting her hand on the back of your head. She's pulling my down for kind to of eat her. <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> So you thought that's what, that's what I thought the story was going. Has that ever happened? Has a man ever been forced to give him? I'm sure it's happened. Oh, sure I mean, that's where I thought you were going with the story, the way you were setting it up. Well, now it seems like such a disappointment. No, I still like. It. Okay, well, so the, I could wrap it up there because that's a way better ending. Uh, she, she. Well, actually, there is a twist to the story. I would have been like, huh? I guess I gotta, I guess I gotta bust out my skills. <laughs> dot, dot. I mean, meanwhile, if that had happened, Dot couldn't have been any less helpful. Like, I don't know. I'm not she saying would've... that in that scenario she would have been stronger than you. You still could have forced her way out of it. I'm just saying, well, what would you have socially done to deal with? Oh, I mean, like, oh, are you? I'm. I'm I would have like. Personally, I probably would have been like, did you just try to like, force my head yeah, in your exactly. fucking crotch? Yeah, that's what I'd I be taking aback. Yeah, and be like, you know what? That's the answer. I was <laughs> turned off at first. Now I find your now brashness oddly appealing. <laughs> Turn around. I'm like, you're just out here getting it, aren't you? Um. Anyway, that's what people do, moderate. Right. You get it. Yeah, you get. You it. force people to perform oral sex on you. That's part of the Bonnaroo code. Right. Everyone's doing it. Um, so she goes in. She goes in for the kiss. Still pulling, pulling my head in. And I'm actually going to make this my only anecdote because I realize it's better than the other one I was going to share. But she goes in for the kiss. Is pulling my face towards hers, and I have to do like a side maneuver where I turn my head and avoid it. And then I kind of. You know, at that point, even though she's really fucked up, she starts to, like, pick up an awkward vibe a little bit. And I just try to be nice, and I'm like, okay, well, have fun. You know, kind of walk away. And so I go, I stand about 10 feet away from this woman where I was standing. Probably on my not, left. I'm going to interject and say probably not enough feet away. Right? Well, I mean, I go back to my blanket where you and Dot and whoever else are. So I go and I, I walk away from this woman back with my friends. I feel like I've politely gotten out of the situation. Sure. She wastes no time and staggering over to me. Now to my right. Well, let a me couple just interject again and say your mistake was <laughs> thinking that the rules of regular society carried over in the <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, guys, it. this was my first room. Jason's been around this block a few times. You know, I didn't have his savvy ways. I just thought, right. hey, you're going to give me the drugs. I'm going to give you the right. drugs. We're going to leave each other. Right. No, no, no. You, to, you must seal these kind of deals with a kiss. Exchange a few pleasantries. Right. Like some elevator talk. Yeah. Uh, so she comes over, standing, unbeknownst to me, standing, well, of course, standing next to me is another person, because right. there's people everywhere. Right, it's one this, people. Yeah, this person standing in my closest proximity to my right happens to be another young lady. This woman comes over, starts sloppily apologizing to this young lady, a total stranger, right. assuming she's my girlfriend, <laughs> then she tried going... I'm just so sorry. I just wanted a little kiss and I didn't mean to make you upset and now I feel bad and I just, I was just being friendly. I'm just an affectionate person. And this girl's just looking at this woman like I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> the woman starts talking to me again. Long story short, end of the day, she got her kiss. She wouldn't leave without it. From who? 
Well, she kissed me on the cheek. Oh, okay. And it was big and wet and sloppy and unpleasant, and her breath stank of liquor. <laughs> and it was not. There was no nobility to it, Jason. Baby. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want the kiss. She wouldn't leave until... Anyway, this has been Walker's Body. Things coming out of it, people taking things from it. Yeah, no, I want to say, though, that it's a uh, Bonner wrote out of Walker's Body, and now it's going to pop back out to the finish of Bonner's Road. Yeah, sorry, did I kind of hijack the Bonner Road no, out? I like it, but I, I wanted to finish it up. Saying Walker's Bonnaroo Body Special we'll, Edition. We'll throw some pictures from. Bon- Actually, if you, if listeners, if you're looking at the thumbnail picture of Faulknerian, there's a picture of us. Our last episode, listeners. If you haven't DL'd that one, get on it. Yeah. Jaywalking Podbean. Jaywalking Podcast. Dot Podbean. Dot com. Yeah, just we're on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. Write a review. Yeah, write Do us. your part. Uh, but if you look at the tab from that, you'll see a picture of us at Bonnaroo, and the picture is called Broin' Out, and because that's what we're doing. That Bonnaroo, we got glasses on, we're looking like cool guys, and we'll throw some more pictures up there for you from this up. Mm-hmm. We'll throw up a 2012 rundown. Do you have a definitive like Bonnaroo interaction? To me, that was the one that was kind of a, that was like my most awkward one, and mostly, actually, the, it makes it sound like the vibe was to- terrible and sloppy. Most random oh, people interacted with was very nice. basically great. Yeah. But did you have any crazy interactions um, that would sum it up for you? Did I really not? The guy, we had really good seats for Radiohead. Mm-hmm. But we were next to a guy that was coked out. Oh. <laughs> and I was uncomfortable to talk to. <laughs> oh, I, I see. I, I, I had no interaction with that guy. He ultimately left. But it uh, wasn't fun while he was there. I'm trying to think. I'm sure I had a ton of fun interactions, but I should have taken more notes. What was he into? Just like coke? Yeah, he was in a coke and into uh, moving about more than you should do in a tightly packed crowd. Right. <laughs> he was also into walking in trash in his bare feet. <laughs> like, he was about his, that. Sticking his bare feet into like plates with like, caked on cheese whiz and whatnot. Aww. Like, I don't know. Not cool, bro. Yeah, it wasn't cool. Uh, he was fine. <laughs> I can't believe that we are riding a Bonnaroo right now. Those, Listeners, we were there almost a year ago. <laughs> was, uh, at Santa Gold, those uh, white trash people that were in front of us that had like, gotten in there somehow and they didn't have very many teeth. Ugh, no. Stop. Yeah, remember? Yeah. They were super we were rude. Irritated. Yeah, it was irritating. They had gotten into Bonnaroo. They did not have wristbands. I do not and think they, they gave people access to Bonnaroo. We just like ran in and stuff. <laughs> and we are like, we don't think you're cool that you broke the rules, okay? Well, Some of us paid to be here. It wasn't like, exactly that. Yeah, it was like, more just like they were being rude yeah, <laughs> to everybody. Like, Go back to West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We Go back to your audition for what? What's that new show? Buck Wild! It's the new Jersey Shore. Uh, this will this will timestamp this episode. A new show has started with the end of Jersey Shore. Now it's like the West Virginian Jersey Shore. By the way, listeners, if you uh, let me plug a uh, friend of the show, brother of the show, my brother, Brid B, <laughs> uh-huh. uh huh, works on a bunch of reality shows. One of which went is doing pretty well right now. So I'm going to plug it. It's called Duck Dynasty. It's about a bunch of insane idiots that. I make duck calls, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Is it about people who are into ducks? Because I have, I have yeah. an aunt. I saw, I saw, I saw a couple I'm episodes of the Christmas Look into it. It's crazy. It's about ducks. Actually, I think, I think you would like it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I have a cra- a strange aunt who is um, 
um, into having pet ducks. But like it's like we had pet ducks when I was little. But it's like an obsession. Like she has a Facebook. We have an obsession. Yeah, it's a Facebook feed where she just posts in real time everything her duck did that day. And you know what? I like that. I, I'm not afraid Maybe to rep her on the podcast either because she's recently an ex-aunt. So she, I don't care if she hears this. You're out of the glens, and we didn't like you anyway. Whoa. Okay, hold on. Oh, my dot liked you. <laughs> I just find your Facebook posts about your divorce really intimate and bearing. And I just think it's embarrassing for your kids a little bit and everyone. But we'll let it all this out. <laughs> 30 minutes on the clock for dinner. So I don't know if you want to use Listeners, that. Listeners, that's wife of the show, Dot Amesbury. She's cooking a shepherd's pie right now for us to eat. So I'm thinking, uh, listeners, I like keeping the, um, if you ever read, uh, oh, I might, might do this later, but if you ever read uh, Douglas Hofstadler's Go to Lesherbach, there's a chapter about popping and pushing where you pop up, a, or you push a level, similar to Inception, where you push up a dream level and then you pop means coming back towards reality. And so like a lot of times when we're doing episodes, like in my head, I'll be like, the last thing that got interrupted went up and then that story got interrupted and then that story got interrupted and like yeah. sometimes it'll make it back to the top but sometimes it, it often doesn't. Our listeners know that they're going to go on that kind of a journey with I us. hope so. And you know what? I actually have a good segue for something you were bringing up to talk about. Okay. Something so, happened between me and the wife at Bonnaroo. Something sexual. Something. Okay. So. We had sex. Okay. So this might this might lead into what I it, it actually walk was meaning to talk about. Do we have young? Wait, hold on. Before we get into this. Before we get into this. Before we. Classic comic misdirection. Yeah. I derailed it. A little bit of CCMD. Right. Double CMD. That's a ref, and you can ref Nunzio for that. Nunzio R, friend of the show. Well, that's his ref. What he, is? He often refers to classic comic misdirection. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, friends, let me plug while I mention that boat comedy. Go check out all their videos. They're amazing. So um, wait, where was I? Oh yeah. So wait, before we get into this though, do we have young listeners? I don't want the birds and the bees to come from the jaywalking crew. Is what I'm saying. I think it's uh, it's just as a. We're going to do just as good a job with it as any of their parents. That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay. So, um, Dot and I, you know, we've been married for a while. At a certain point, like... How long? uh, Gosh, it's been a little over two years at this point. Now, by the end of the first year... I was a groomsman, listeners. Yeah, Jason was a groomsman. Now, in a typical marriage, if any of you guys are young and and you haven't dated yet, and of course, most of you are waiting till you're married to have sex of any kind, so just, you know... Keep in mind, by the end of the first year of marriage, you'll have started to experiment with the physical side of things. Um, I thought you were going to say by the end of the first year, so you're basically stuff's drying up, you're getting bored, <laughs> first looking year. for new and first, scary ways. That is your view of marriage, isn't it? No, it's funny because yeah, by the first, by the end of the first year is when you're like, let's kidnap someone to like make so I can come harder. It's funny <laughs> that when I was uh, listeners, I was compiling a best of 2012 clip show. And one of the most popular clips by 74 Votes was uh, 
the changeup, which was me and Walker talking about a uh, sec, uh, mind swap comedy. Oh, the classic dad son mind swap. Yeah, except for it's not dad son. And one of the funny things that comes up is in, in it, I purport that Walker has sex once a week on Wednesdays. <laughs> and that his view of my view of marriage is this disgusting, like, instantly devoid of passion. Well, it, it, and it, I mean, it's really, I think it's on marriage that marriage has that reputation. Like, if, if I, I'm super into marriage, but right. I, and I think I think uh, uh, people our age, I, I God, I hate starting to sentence with our generation, right. as it, but it does seem like. I mean, Dot and I are um, in the minority out of our group of friends of married people, right? And I'm in the minority in my group of friends for single people. See, that's yeah. I guess so. So there you go. Like it's it's different for different people. But I just I guess my point is I see a lot more people waiting until there's right. not like the people aren't feeling this je- say, as much of a sense to just oh well I gotta get married right. to someone and it's like that mentality is why marriage has a horrible reputation. Right. right. <laughs> if, I'd say that's safe to say that's a contemporary phenomenon. Th- totally. Yeah. Um, so the point is, we had sex. She got pregnant. Whoa. Walker and Dot are gonna be parents. (laughs) Listeners, splice in the birth announcement. Birth announcement. Uh, Listeners, I have raw footage of when um, when Walker. Did you know it was coming when I told you? No. Funnily enough, Walker video chatted me, and I had a notion that it might be about something special. And uh, so I clandestinely flipped on the recorder. Yeah, I might have. I might have like telegraphed a little bit by being like, "We got to talk," you know. Yeah, I can't remember what it was exactly, but I, but I kind of had the recorder nearby. We probably known a like, few weeks at that point. We kind of sat on the news for a little while. Right. And uh, you'll either get as a mini-sode or bonus footage, or right now, uh, uh, my live reaction to the birth announcement. Hey, buddy. Yeah. I've got big news. What is it? That's uh, not pregnant, is she? Dot's pregnant. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah. Are you joking around? I'm not joking. Are you serious? I'm serious, I swear. Oh my gosh, congratulations! Thanks, that's why I wanted to video chat. I gotta say that I was... I was... It'd be funny there if we just clipped out like a two second, because you'd yeah. like, what? Again. <laughs> I was extremely congratulatory, and then my next concern was how far back I was in the list of people that heard about it. <laughs> I've known for two weeks I've been walking around with this knowledge. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're keeping it. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I mean, what are you going to do with your life? You're going to become a father. What are you going to do with your psyche? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just working working on it a little by little, day by day. Not oh, being, man. I mean, I don't want to stop being a psychopath. No, I was not, not suggesting that. But just like kind of a temp, just, you know, maybe temper it. Yeah, you're going to be a dad. Yep, pep, pep. Yeah, that's cr- don't do that. <laughs> that's what I want to be called. Well, guess what? That's not becoming a marmar. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's gonna nurner at her chichi. I didn't say. Well, <laughs> theoretically, someone. Is. No, somebody is, but that's not what it's gonna be referred to as. So I don't agree <laughs> no. with that, and I don't approve of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, you're among the you're among the first. Of my- First, and it, what, well, if it was a web announcement, I would be in the comments. I would go first. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Um, it's not Facebook. Let me update my Facebook status right now. Hang on. Hang on a second. Just me. 
And then someone can come on and go, oh my gosh, is this real? I'm going to put, I know a secret. Is that okay? I know a secret. Okay. <laughs> Exclamation. <laughs> is that literally your new stat? <laughs> yep. Woo! Well, I know friend, of the, friend of the show, Kenny R. Super fan, Kenny R. Well, again, I hope me. mom isn't listening before because me. Kenny R. was actually literally the first person to find out, I believe. After <laughs> Dot. After Dot. Dot was literally the first. I was literally the second. Um, well, let's say the doctor was the first. <laughs> no, we found out at home. Oh. Home test. Never mind. Yeah. What's going on? Where's Aunt Flo? We said, oh, not going to be here for a while. <laughs> um, listeners, in case you can't hear it in my voice, point this is, is happy news. Walker's going to be a Pep Pep. We're That's gonna, what he calls a father. I don't agree with that nickname. Pep Pep and Dot is going to be a Meep Meep, and we I are excited. I don't like those. And the baby's name is going to be, can we say the baby's name on the air? Oh, of course. We know the baby's sex. Can we say that on the air? Okay. Okay, well, let's see if we say the and name. We say the baby Why don't we say the name but not first, the sex? The brand, a brand new sick idiot. <laughs> That's true. Automatic. Okay, guess what? Our fans are about to increase one fold. <laughs> That's automatic. Right. He's going to like jaywalking for at least the first 12 years of his life, and then he's going to hate everything I do. <laughs> for a couple of years, then we're going to be buds again. It's okay, guys. Um, That's probably. Oh, I already. I think I already dropped the gender there, but the, the, the boy's name is Oliver Ash Glenn the First. First is a little redundant. When should we give him his first? Like, when should he listen to, uh, like, the. When should he it's listen to, like, our dirtier episodes? Because it would for the be appropriate. I would say. When do we talk to him about finger banging? I would say it would be fine for him to start listening to the entire catalog at 13. But, but at thir- his age 13, this entire thing will be so. Such a ridiculous. Like, can you imagine at 13? I'll only that be your 39. But your dad is, let's say your dad's, yeah, your dad's 39, you're 13, and your dad's like, hey, you want to <laughs> Check out this pod? Yeah, exactly. It's like, look at my old 45. When you were, you were down, down, Exactly, it would be horrible. Son, like, listen, what are you into these days? Yeah. Do what? <laughs> with his PlayStation 7. No, for sure. Texting and... You know, well, that's it. This is maybe this is a talking point that maybe because because something I give a, give a lot of thought to is um, do you want how, to, what's sorry, that? Go ahead. No, go ahead. As I was said, do you want to record a message for your future son right now? Here, that's what all of these these are all met potentially messages for my future son. And as you remember, our inaugural episode starts with. A, uh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's with right. the first episode is we're gonna have we're presumably gonna have children of our own someday. Let's let's let them know what's going on with this first episode. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, when Oliver is of a cognizant age, I don't know, three or four, pop in the earbuds before you get to that that puberty. Should have something other than the earbuds at that point. That's true. Like, uh, tap in the bleep lorps. T- yeah, just you know, tap the chip installed into his forehead a couple times and get the jaywalking episode <laughs> downloaded in there. <laughs> Right. Uh, um, you have to be yeah, and I don't. Also, that's the other thing about being a parent. I don't mind if the government wants to test things on him. <laughs> Try it on us. Don't We're. No, I was gonna ask though. Do you, that's that's the interesting thing is, a, is about uh, subtly wielding influence on on things that you're into and stuff. Because part of me is like excited because I feel like oh, there's just gonna be one more nerd. In listener house. Walker's gonna be a father. Yes, listeners. You don't. But I mean, we don't need. That's to, gonna be a mother. And it's very exciting. But we don't need to. We don't need to. You know, we don't need to act like it's uh, it's 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 the most. Ex- 
we don't need to belabor it and be like, hey, everyone, you know, like, um, well, I'm trying to think of how to, uh, it's, we're not asking. Look at us. Yeah. Look at me. We're not acting Send like. Send me money. <laughs> I'm having a child. Send money to me. <laughs> you don't need to do that. You don't need to send us money. I mean, send us a little. Send us money. I mean, it'd be rude not to send a, send a couple bucks, five bucks, 10 bucks for Oliver. <laughs> Act one, Oliver Ash. <laughs> what do you do when you're just a glen and you need money? <laughs> just send I'm not going to say that that's a rep because it's a, it's a, no, it's a impersonation. It's an impression. <laughs> <laughs> rep to an impersonation. Yeah, there should be another sound to that. Um, anyway, well, we can biggest, move on from the biggest, announcement, or we can stay on this. I, that's I, the biggest news of 2012, I would say. That's the biggest news of 2012, and I would say we can either move on to other announcements, or I have tons of topics I'm interested about child rearing that we could talk about. What, what, were the, but, what but, are the other announcements? I don't know. I don't really have any, so I'm saying if you want to elaborate of, on I this, I, I definitely have topics related to all of them I'm interested in that we could jaywalk. I was thinking of a 2012 rundown, but now that yeah. I think about it, I can't think of anything else, else other than that. Did anything happen with you? We went to Eastland. We went to Eastland together. Uh, listeners, I recommend going to Eastland and getting in the hot, naked hot tub with the hippies. You can go to the... You can wear oh, your yeah. clothes. It's okay. okay, and we did, and we used our walkie-talkies from Bonnaroo. Yeah. Didn't open them Bonnaroo's gym for uh, friend of life, not friend of the show, Kelly C. Kelly we C. always make this distinction. <laughs> right. It's just a... It doesn't it's, care for the podcast. Doesn't care for... Get up, not her cup of tea, she says. It's a little above it. Yeah, not miss, doesn't necessarily care for us. Low brow. But we care for you, Kelly, and you'll right. never hear this, so... Right. But we went to... <laughs> Somebody write her. Too long, she says. Yeah. Boring, Boring, she says. <laughs> I'm wasting my time. Yeah. Get my fill of you when I see you every few months, she yeah. says. Yeah. I don't know. Is there anything to jaywalk about that trip? No, that's okay. But uh, I recommend, listeners, that you go to... So if uh, the hot tubs at Eastland as uh, hippy-dippy as they are, are pretty amazing. They weren't that hippy-dippy. But that place... I think this was hippy-dippy. It was like they have this little community and they want to give you a spiel before you go sit in their water. (laughs) (laughs) It's special water, though. It's hot. It is amazing that it's a natural hot springs. The water feels unbelievable. And you're sitting basically on the edge of a 400-foot cliff while... It's so beautiful and soothing you forget the water you're sitting in smells like farts. It smells (laughs) like the farts of the earth. It's a little so furious, so so furious. I loved it. But you're sitting under a giant canopy of stars on a 400 foot cliff with ocean waves crashing to the bottom of it in natural water, and it's amazing. It makes the kind of thing you're sitting there with a good friend or a lover, and you turn to them and you say something just like really makes you think, you know? Yeah. And then and you the go, aren't day, we just all flecks of sand yeah, on the, the beach day, of the world? It is the type of thing where you say it makes you think, and then the next day you realize like. It makes you think what, or what would that thing that I thought translate to real world wise? Yeah, and then you think, I'm thirsty. Yeah, (laughs) and then you're like, let's go, go home. Uh, that we learned a lot of fun uh, CB radio slang for that drive, and uh, listeners, if you uh, ever are, uh, what, see a short yellow school bus... All you gotta do is say to the person next to you, ah, there goes the little cheese, or something like that. Uh, if you see a cop, you watch out for bears. Break, break one, nine, there's a little cheese coming up south on. Yeah. 
And it just means, you know, I don't know why, why people need to be warned of those. I guess if you see a school bus, little or normal size, it's just yeah. like proceed with caution. Don't, why don't drive like an asshole. Yeah, it's like if you want to taunt the disabled kids, I guess, if you're a Even jerk. Then, it wouldn't require extra nicknames. A lot of the <laughs> CB here. slang seems like people who use CB slang are mainly worried about spotting cops right. and short school buses. Right, cops are bears. That's kind of... Suspect. I don't want to go dark with it, but that's there's kind of a bad. Cop. You can infer some bad stuff yeah. from that. Listeners, cops are bears. Female cops are beaver bears. Beaver bears. Bear. If if you're a cop and you're a, a large hairy gay dude, you're a bear bear. Is that true? No, but I just said. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> Is that true? I don't know who was on the page. <laughs> Well, we learned a lot of that in the trip in 2012, so I guess it goes in the 2012 rundown. Yeah, and in, 20, fire rundown, and in 2013, we're Lapid looking fire ahead. Rundown. Jason and me are going to learn how to be fathers together, because if Jason, I don't know if I have told you this, but I might as well tell you on the air, if you think that I'm raising this baby alone, you're crazy. I'm not. I'm raising it with Dot. If you think I'm going to do half of that alone, you're even crazier, because you are pitching in 25%. Dot? Mother, 50%. Nurturer, caretaker, okay? Homemaker. You and me, tag teaming arts, sports, development. Uh, if the, uh, 25, 25. Your two dads, they're not together. I'm with your mom. He helps out. I don't know if... <laughs> it's a three-talked approach. Are y'all bored? I don't know. Agree the, to this. I don't know if the birth announcement got spliced in or not. <laughs> but your birth Did I say this in that too? I say that me and Jesse are going to take the kid on alternating weekends. Oh, I like that. So that's actually 75% well, dads. No. Alternating weekends. Are you guys uncles? So every other weekend, we'll take the kids so that you guys can have romantic getaways. But I think if he's seen other, if if he's spending time with other male role models like as much as me, then I don't want it to be. I don't want 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 him to think he doesn't have a dad. So it's just like everyone's his dad. It's alternating weekends. The town of Oakland is your dad. The one thing is that on those weekends, he won't be obviously able to nurture on Dot's Chi Chi. Oh, that's true. She'll have to pump. pump. And if you drink, you know what you have to do? Who's going to be do the pumping? It's called pump and dump. Oh. You pump it, and then you dump it, then you repump. But does just more milk come automatically? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, what has to happen before those weekends is she pumps extra, puts it in the fridge. Look, male... she gives it to us. Our headphones... That's where you have phones. <laughs> male listeners, if you're married and you have a wife and you feel like you want your wife to rock an extra cup size... Throw Not your man seat up in there, yeah. Because guess what? They just keep getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I forgot. Jason I should have stopped me with that. He was giving me a cautionary look, like stop, <laughs> don't, don't well, degrade your wife in this I, way. What I was thinking is that we gave the Bonnaroo rundown, but we forgot to say that we actually went to dinner at friend of the show Nick B's place and saw his beautiful daughters. And oh so, my gosh! And beans. And actually, guys, I was kidding. Um, um, Dot is. Uh, it's now um, January. What is it? It's January already. <laughs> uh, it's early January. I think it's January tenth. Six. Six. Okay, lost four days. That happens, but well, we gained four days. I gained four days, um, but um, so. 
uh, Oliver is coming in uh, at the end of April, beginning of May. April 30th is his projected ETA. Okay. Um, but yes, we did meet some of Jason's old St. Louis homies. Some of them have families of their own. And uh, unsanctioned garbage party, the genius behind. Yeah. Friend Nikki of the show, D. Nick Nikki B. D. Uh, has a really adorable little family, two adorable. daughters, and and uh, his and wife was ready to give birth to their son when we met. Vero, Vero B, Vero friend B. of the show, friend of the show, Vero B. Yeah, and um, and you know what? We wish you guys well. Yeah, amazing family. See, and you and and I don't know why Jason doesn't have a better idea of marriage based on the the marriages of uh, his friends who I have met. <laughs> you guys are awesome. I don't know if they have Wednesday nights too. I mean, you know, every other Wednesday, Wednesday, okay. however much That's sex you can force into a marriage, you know? <laughs> and, uh... It's basically 2012. 2012, yeah. I was thinking, there's one set of notes I took, and, and uh, notwithstanding what we mentioned earlier about slogans versus resolutions... Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, do you want to... Yeah, let's end with some resolutions. I have this bizarre... Uh, we have a we have bizarre about set of seven notes. minutes. I have, this, I have this bizarre set of notes that I took about New Year's resolutions that I was going to read off. <laughs> I've, I've actually been talking about this. Yeah. Okay. So so if you contribute some, I'll contribute all these that I wrote down. Well, I I, I will I will chime in if anything I've come up with relates, but I'm more okay. interested to hear what Jason Vitlasil's 2013 New Year's resolution. So my number one resolution I wrote down is oral hygiene. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now that relates to a, a Christmas gift I got from Mad Dog. You look like you have good teeth, though. Is that Mad, a problem for you? No, but I got this Christmas gift from Mad Dog V, and it was an electric toothbrush. Oh, right, you mentioned to that a few times. Yep. And uh, Mad and so, Dog, I find I gotta <laughs> tell you, I find that gift to be startlingly impersonal. Yeah. But I must be wrong because because Jason's very excited about it. But to me, it feels like the gift of like a distant relative. Right. Yeah. Like, you've got to draw it in a name, and then you just ask your mom, like, what is that person in the family that I don't really know into? And they go, well, they they were talking about trying to take better care of their teeth. <laughs> I mean, did you guys, what, is there history to why she gave you that? No, truthfully, we all should not having gotten anyone anything. And so I was at the Walgreens getting my dad a gift, oh. and, uh, and Melly was trying to decide. Now, Melly is who? Who's Melly? Melly. Oh, Mad Dog. Was a, oh, Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> I don't think our listeners know her as Melly, so. <laughs> I said something to the effect of, oh, we know what you can get. Like, toothbrush. Because I was looking at them. Oh. And they're not too expensive. Well, then that's, 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 that's a pretty good defense of her getting you that. that leads me to one of my other resolutions, which uh, leads me to another gift given to me also by Mad Dog V. And I'll, I'll say this, uh, or I'll say, or this gift was also given to me by Mad Dog B. Sure. I'll ask you this, Walker, what am I wearing right now? Um, actually, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's red. Can right. I say that it's red? Sure. Uh, there's a lot of lace. It's very. It's a, it's, <laughs> it's a. It's a. It's a. Uh, red. It's an STL Cardinals. Tea. That's right. And it's a good I, looking tea. I have an authentic STL Cardinals tea. Now, is that vintage, Jason? Uh, you just used the word authentic. Tell me, is this t-shirt, would you describe the t-shirt you're wearing as artisanal? <laughs> uh, 
Would you describe the toothbrushes? Because I'd say an electric toothbrush, you could just be like, I've been given an artisanal electric toothbrush. No. So the toothbrush is definitely not artisanal because it came <laughs> sealed in plastic. But the t-shirt I'm excited about, and here's the reason why. Okay. So me and my brother, Bryn, friend of the show, brother of the show, Bryn V. I don't <laughs> like that you don't say their last name. He occasionally listens to the show, but not that often. But uh, so for being from St. Louis, we have a horrible personality defect. Um, I think we might have talked about this on the show. I think. But uh, the, 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 the personality defect, is, in particular from coming from St. Louis, is neither of us has ever been into professional sports in the least. Like, I never stop on it when I'm watching TV. I don't know baseball. I don't know basketball. I don't know football. I don't know any of the players. But we're, we're very into sports. Like, I love sports. I love playing right. sports. It's not that you don't like them. Right. The, the aesthetic and... Well, uh, oh, you mean that you like, you like playing, but you don't like football. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And in St. Louis, that's a particularly egregious like sin because every boy from St. Louis. From You're St. not a stats guy, though. Exactly. You don't like stats. Right. Yeah. Don't. I don't know names. <laughs> I don't know who had the most RBIs in. Well, I feel like ever. even stuff that I that that you are an unabashed fan of, you don't go out of your way to not that's know true. the stats. But you're not that. That's not your the appeal, right? Right. It's that's more true. you're more of a nuance. But I will guy. say for this thing in particular, it is it literally is a social defect because if right. you if you from my boss for example, it's very like easy to talk. If you know something about golf or baseball, it would be very easy to do your small talk with him. If you don't, it's it's you're searching for a topic, uh, and I think I mentioned this on a previous podcast, but I'm not sure. But that one of the biggest for examples for me is you meet a girl's dad that you're going out with, uh, right? And it's like this generational gap and partly there's some weirdness because it's like he knows that you're like fucking his daughter. Right. You're giving it to his daughter. Yeah. And I mean if you're you or me. Right. You're and giving it to you her me. and you're giving it to her good, let's right. be honest. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, Jason, Jason, when he said big time, closed his eyes like he was briefly in that, he was in that boudoir, giving it to that daughter, that farmer's daughter, just destroying her innocence. But right, but that's the thing to see is that like, you go to meet them and you shake their hand and you're like, nice to meet you, and you have that second where you're like... You, you, you shake the hand that has finger banged your daughter this very week. <laughs> well, and, like to me, it's the eyes, right? Like you have to make eye contact, and there's a little bit of you that's like, okay, the mom's over here, and then the, the girlfriend's over there. Mm-hmm. You can't, neither of you can acknowledge it, but he's going, I know, mm-hmm. and you're going, I know. And if it's like a slightly confrontational, or if you're feeling your machismo, you're going, like, I know, and you can't do anything about it. Oh man, I'm the future, you're the yeah. past. Yeah. I am giving it to you. Get out of the way. Don't try to stop me. I'm more powerful as youth. Your mm-hmm. age. I'm youth. Right. Your daughter's mine now. <laughs> there's a lot of... There, you're saying that, like, there's there's chest beating happening in that handshake. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. But so what I was saying is, so... Are yeah. we so different <laughs> from our caveman ancestors, right. Jason? Right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a whole other show. Yeah, we should can. put a pin in that for another that, episode. For sure. Two-parter. Uh, but what I'm saying is that you, one of the easiest ways to smooth that situation over is, <laughs> you know, when the girls go into the other room to do whatever, and you see the alone game there with the de- exactly yeah. right. What is the easiest way? Or you're in a fucking cab, or you're in an elevator, or you're in any situation with a man where you have to like 
smooth over the awkwardness of modern life, what do you default to? I just, see, that's where I Sports. go. Sports, you talk about it. I can't do it. My brother also, oh, extremely athletic, me and my brother. We can't talk about it because we don't know jack shit about all you this nonsense. What? You know what, This though? summer, with this t-shirt, I'm getting into sports. Okay. I, here's the other, here's the is other. Is that thing. an announcement? Was uh, that an announcement? I don't know. I think that was an extra yes. zone. I'll do it. Yeah. Um, I think that it would be really fun to get into sports. I don't really think there's like a time uh, time limit on when you can do it. No. It's always I there agree. for you. And you it's can also tough, get though. into it. It is tough. It is tough, but you know what? Like, you don't have to get into it like like mind, body, and soul and like submerge yourself in stats, I don't think. I think oh, you can. That's the way they do it, though. That is the way they do it. It's so tough. But you know what, though? People who look at you sideways for not knowing about sports are fucking assholes. And here's <laughs> why. Because you know what? When I met Dot's dad, did I go, hey, uh, so what do you think of the new uh, Of Montreal record? Oh, you don't know about that obscure psych pop band from Athens, Georgia? What the fuck's wrong with you? No! Cause you're into what you're into, right. I'm into what I'm into, right. Right. and I don't. And it's it's I ridiculous that it sports are on a different level of any I, other aspect of pop culture. I, mean, I agree. Too, it's as I, niche as music or anything else because you have to commit to a life of following right. these stats and shit. Right. No, I agree, but I'm and getting that. involved emotionally <laughs> too. You have to commit to a life of getting involved, like. Evolved emotionally it's something that you have zero control over the outcome right. as if life isn't hard enough already You got to go around feeling bad when your fucking team loses and I'm not anti-sports But I just think there's a case to be made for that It's ridiculous to expect that like by default. We should all know a little bit about it no, It's like saying I, everyone should know a little bit about everything No, I agree, but it, but I think that it, it just ipso facto it is the fact of the matter that in what, if you want to cross generational boundaries, if you want to cross class <sighs> boundaries, if you want to fucking be on your That's game. a good point. Sports like, doesn't it just necessarily change. The game of baseball, even though I'm sure a sports fan would tell you that it's changed, doesn't change the degree that music has or yeah, movies or anything like, else. I mean, that's the thing. It's Let's like, pause I'm, for one. Dot, timer. Should I just turn it off? Yeah. Should I pull it out of there? Um, no. Okay. Sorry. No problem. So is the oven still on? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. But uh, that's the thing is that it was like, it's, uh, yeah, it just ipso facto, it is the fact of the matter <laughs> that is, it smooths over stuff in a way. And fuck, and it's, it's a cart, I mean, it's more even egregious that being a boy from the suburbs from St. Louis, mm-hmm. that I didn't automatically get this ability like every one of my peers. Um, yeah, I but, have, and I here's have that the too. other bummer. Here's the other bummer I talked about recently. Of sports that I don't play, the one that would be easiest for me to get into is basketball. Basketball is so fun to watch. Yeah, it's fu- it's awesome to watch. It's like very nonstop action, really fast pace, lots of scoring. You can see the poetry in people's movements. You can see the aesthetic of people's like skills, right? You can see like. And like to me, it has a very musical quality, and it has like a lot of elements of like improvisation and like mm-hmm. themes, and like aesthetically, it's super appealing. It does not work the same way that baseball does for just like crossing every boundary as having a default thing to bullshit about. It, yeah, it just will not 
do the same Oh, story. so you're saying even if you decide to just become a basketball fan, it will work. You know why that is? Is maybe because baseball um, is I, number I, I even know the rules of basketball. It's really easy. Right. Like, it's super easy to follow. There's not a lot of... But I think baseball... I, I don't know any I of the minutiae, but I can certainly go to a game and follow what the fuck's happening. Football is really hard to follow as a I as think, someone who doesn't. I think the game, it's not that it's the game's not hard to follow, it's that even if you want to get into, like, if I wanted to get into baseball so I could talk with somebody, even if I learned all the contemporary drills and all those stats, when you get in a conversation with one of those guys, it's like, oh yeah, well, you know though that that guy got traded from this team in whenever, and the reason they did that is because they were short, and this guy looked at the best of the time, and then like usually in like two steps you're back in the 80s, and if you don't ha- have a command of the stats that goes back like 20 years, then you're useless. I mean, again, I've been in I've been in those circumstances where you can't contribute to the conversation. <laughs> I've had uh, I had one specific circumstance once where I uh, I I've had a conversation with a guy where. He started talking very specific sports <laughs> statistics and minutiae to me. And so I just said, oh, I don't follow any sports at all. Right. Not like in a rude way, just right. like, I'm not going to pretend I, like I like know what you're saying. This, right? Yeah, and he, swear to God, looked at me like as if the thought were deflected. Continued. I like, like that. Pause, I like, I like that. blinked, <laughs> went on with what he was saying. Oh well, you know, with so-and-so traded to such-and-such and with the RBIs and the, you know, like, it's, yeah, and I awesome. just, oh, oh, okay. I don't have to say anything. Really you could like just that. go. Great. I don't like that. No, it's just an assault at you. No, it was kind of just like, that's fine. I don't need you to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> you could just lay there and take it. That's awesome. <laughs> um, I, anyway, I... We, I think mine is with this new T-shirt that got me. <laughs> this summer, I'm gonna do my best to get it to at least understand something about the Cardinals and the Giants. Maybe I go to a Giants game where they play the Cardinals. Wear my shirt, yell about it. I also like one of my things that I often do whenever anybody from St. Louis shows up in pop culture in any way. I go when they come up in conversation. I say St. Louis is own. So you mean example, like St. Louis's own Chuck Berry? Is it he from St. Louis? Or St. Louis's own John Hamm? St. Louis's own Nelly? St. Louis's own what's listeners? The beautiful wife of the show, uh, the show. .ag has just set down a delicious shepherd's pie oh made with God. turkey. Uh, what are these mashed potatoes? We should probably wrap up before we eat because eating on a podcast is not pleasant to listen to. And we know that because Jason did it on one of our episodes. I got a lot of comments about that. (laughs) Okay, let me just read the rest of these. It says oral hygiene, Wolverine shape, weird diet, science. (laughs) By the way, if you're just tuning in, these are New Year's resolutions. (laughs) That's oral hygiene and Wolverine shape. Wolverine shape, weird diet, science. Now that means being the shape of a Wolverine. Go ahead. Weird diet, science. Art. Weird diet? And then the last one says, get someone to buy me a pocket watch. <laughs> Jason, I was just talking to Dot the other day about did Jason ever get his pocket watch? I saw a bunch today at the flea market. I will get you one, but you have to just commit to it. Here's the heartbreaker. Here's the heartbreaker. Listeners, Jason has been trying to get a pocket watch and is like, look, for I'm going to say four years. Here's my heartbreaker. He's been talking about this. Friend of the show, Jesse R., 
Sweet Prince. Friend of the show, friend of life, aka Sweet Prince. Got me an amazing pocket watch out of the lost and found at the Jazzy School that was abandoned for more than 60 days. And I wore it proudly for a little while and then it suddenly stopped working. Mm. And the second hand won't take passenger spot. Exactly. Um, and then I was on Etsy looking up something for somebody else and then I go, oh, I wrote in Steampunk and Pocket Watch and I saw these cool pocket, tons of cool pocket watches that were very inexpensive. So one of my New Year's resolutions is to drop enough hints so that someone <laughs> buys one because I was like, I can't buy that for myself, can I? Well, consider a fucking drop because I was asking or... God the other day because I saw a pocket watch and was consider like, oh, drop. well, for Christmas, I think I was like, did Jason ever get his pocket watch? Because I'm like, you seem sold on it it's like the fucking jacket with the the patches. Maybe I should. You've switch been the saying you're gonna wear the jacket for like maybe four should, years. Maybe I should switch the resolution to that. I will do it for myself. I'll I'll be either or. Mm-hmm. Jason, buying a pocket watch is not like it's not like you're like yes. buying a pocket watch and like a new set of quirky glasses. And like a cigarette holder, and like a weird hat. I like the way you're talking, being, though. I'm saying, yeah, but I'm saying, like, it's right? not like you're going, like, you're not being stage five. You're just saying, like, that's Ooh, something that it. you like the practicality and look of, and you're just making a decision to get it. It's fine. Okay, before we close, I want to say that in lieu of all the New Year's resolutions that Wait. Jason just read us, okay. I think, and I think Dot will think, and I think the listeners will think. <laughs> Cut all those out. Write one New Year's resolution for yourself. <laughs> what is it? Treat yourself well. Allow. No, well, the, you're reading it for no. You're reading it for yourself. So, treat myself. Allow myself to have things. <laughs> okay. Allow myself to eat food. That's out of the question. You heard the Wolverine. Twenty thirteen. <laughs> To eat food? Jason doesn't eat normal food. Ooh. Normal food <laughs> listeners. Listeners. <laughs> listeners. Listeners. Gone. What's his I'm I'm passionate about. I wanted to talk about the gruel that you eat, but now our food's here. Well, we'll listeners, up. I'm going to tease that. Uh, we're going to talk about Jason's gruel in the next episode. Listeners, that is delicious. First of all, Jason uh, eats an efficiency-only gruel <laughs> made out of chia seeds. He calls it chocolate <laughs> mousse. It is only for fuel. There is. It has no taste, no <laughs> texture. It's, it's horrible. Listeners, it's not delicious. Coconut milk light. It has the hintest flavoring cocoa, of like cocoa powder and sugar drying out your mouth with the chia seed gruel. I'd say a pinch of salt would do do it good. Ooh. Bring out the sugar and the chocolate. That's a good idea, listeners. You can we'll do, we're going to do a jaywalking <laughs> listen. We're going to do a jaywalking listener taste test where you can try the gruel, and I will prove that it is gruel. Listeners, it is gruel like they ate on the Mayflower. It is worse than the Mayflower. It's the 1600s. Listeners, we got a lot of stuff coming at you. One best of 2012. Episode. Episode, clip show. We just two, did 2012. Other clip show. Three. <laughs> oh yeah, two know. clip shows are coming, listeners. We're gonna reformat the blog. We're gonna reform bonusodes. Bonus episodes are coming. coming. We're gonna come monthly from now on. This yeah. is the January or episode. Monthly There's a February episode coming. Monthly or more. Maybe more. Could be more. Get ready. This is the year of jaywalking. And That's listen, look in 2013, year of jaywalking. Thank you for listening to jaywalking. And as always, please, listeners, in 2013, please remember. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't drink and drive. Listeners, if you could see my face, it's a face of chastisement. It's a face of looking at your wife and saying, you shut up. 
<laughs> because this is jaywalking, not dot walking. And remember, if you're not jaywalking, <laughs> you're not getting to your destination in a timely fashion. Love you guys. Bye. Happy New Year. <laughs>